How many times can you remember using the word mandatory when addressing your Kidman staff? I want to ask you, does that word really work for you and do you like using it? Hello, I'm Randy from S&D Kidman Podcast, and this is the Mandatory Monologue. I hope you enjoy this soft jazz in the background performed by our very own polka dot band. You're doing great, guys. Being involved with Kidman leadership for over 20 plus years, I've kind of come to dislike the word mandatory. It simply grates me. It's um, it's a monster of a word, you know, mandatory. After all, we are co-working with volunteers, people who volunteer their time uh, for a ministry. And volunteer is a choice. A mandatory proclamation does have adverse effects on certain individuals. When read or heard, some accept and receive that word as being uh, obedient to the cause of the ministry, resorting in a stout follower and a servant. But to others, it's a challenging irritant. It's a bad itch. They desperately want to scratch with fury. You know, how dare you mandate me as a volunteer type of thing. As a matter of fact, uh, in the case of a community service for students, Mandatory volunteering does create a negative impression and does not contribute to any motivation whatsoever. The mandatory volunteering goes against the idea of volunteering itself as an act of devoting mercy and strength to the community without being paid for it. When I have to use the M word, I fear as if I may be coming across a little bossy or dictatorial type of a person towards a humble, unselfish, and giving team of supporters. And it also feels as if I've been forced to use the word because of my lack of confidence in the team or within myself. I mean, if I were a sufficient director, uh, those volunteers would simply show up at the next mandatory meeting, right? Well, after sending out an email with the contents of mandatory meeting or a mandatory service or a mandatory work day, I already know that someone or some people are automatically going to not show up with or without notification. And these no-shows on a mandatory event can be abusive to a Kidman leader at times. You see, I can schedule an event, you know, a full year in advance and people will still find an opt-out when that day arrives. I believe I am a successful person in knowing that I have down through the years uh, slimmed down from having so many meetings and get-togethers and uh, things like that to the point that when I do announce that one-day event in which I truly do need everybody there, that I assume the favor will be returned and everyone will show up. But nope. Uh, No matter how I set myself up, I never get everybody to attend that one mandatory event of the year. It's as if people are waiting for that opportunity for you to put your foot down on something just so they can show you who's really the boss and that they are volunteers, not paid employees. Okay, I get that. That one void in a mandatory event makes a leader feel defeated, disrespected, and sometimes even unwanted. Now, many times we as Kidman leaders use the M word because we're afraid we will not receive that 100% participation, and using that M word will generate the results we so desire. Now, honestly, in my perspective, I've uh, I look at the word mandatory and has pretty much lost most of its potential anyway. I've almost ceased using it at all. I used it once here recently for the first time this year, 
and I had a dirty taste in my mouth for even using it then. The word mandatory has become a trigger word uh, for an eye roll followed by a deep sigh. You know, let's take your job, for instance, for those of you who might be working in a, uh, an office setting. In many places, when the memo goes out for a mandatory meeting or a team's online call session, there's a good chunk of employees who just don't show up or log in. Now, what dilutes the authority of a mandate comes from the management when no repercussion has been sent forth to those who don't respond to the mandate itself. So if employees don't respond to a mandatory call and leadership doesn't enforce it, what good is there in using the M word anyway? So now let's look at college students for a second. The students will be volunteers for uh, academic credit, which changes the essence of volunteering. It will make volunteering artificial, therefore mandatory is a negative for the students. On another note, there are a few like this, but this does happen. Uh, that when a volunteer performs uh, an intentional no-show on mandates, for instance, in your kidman staff, you you, uh, you require everyone to show up at a certain meeting or an event or whatever, and they intentionally don't show up. You may not know it's intentional, but you just kind of sense that it is. It can be like a strong emotional elbow to the to your ribs in a way. Uh, volunteers need to take caution when acting like this, and uh, it's probably not the best way to go about things. But the thing to know is for many, portraying yourself as the monkey wrench in this ministry and constantly looking out for a mandatory situation does not phase good leaders. I mean, you can skip out on all the meetings and all the events you want to to make a statement, but a good leader in kid ministry it's not going to hurt them because good leaders know how to go forward with or without. My leadership is not going to hinge on whether or not you show up or not. To get the job done, God already knows if I'm going to need 30,000, 300, or even just three of us to get the thing done. Now, there's a two-way street here about the mandatory thing that I want us all to uh, look at. While speaking to the Kidman leadership, I don't have a conclusive answer to all this mandatory tension out there. Diddle to the volunteers. But I do have an awesome Nerf gun that I like to unload and target some things in determination to awaken ourselves about both sides of the issue. Now, before I get started on the list here, I really get it. We all have families, jobs, and emergency situations, and we're all volunteering our times to kid ministry, and things happen. The inevitable is always going to happen. It's just a shame that the inevitable time always seems to occur during the mandatory time. Strange, isn't it? Now, Kidman leaders, lend me your ears. My personal thermometer, if you are using the word mandatory more than three times a year, yes, you could be on your way to a power trip. I don't know. You could be experience of lack of leadership, confidence, or confidence in your team. Or you could just have a pack of lazy bums who really don't want to be there to begin with, which is a completely different resolve altogether, but I digress. But who am I to decide how many times any of us should be using the M word? Should we use it once, three times, twelve, never? To each his own. So here we go. Point number one. Sometimes we corner ourselves as a kid minister to using mandatory terms because of how we built the team from the start. For instance, from now on, when you recruit your volunteers... Recruit them into the vision, not into a position. Challenge your volunteers to be a part of something bigger. Uh, give them a mission. 
Don't just settle for keeping a room staffed or a program running. Challenge your volunteers to be a part of something special, something that matters. Challenge them to partner in changing lives and developing disciples. And you'll, you may find yourself not even having to use the word mandate all the time or mandatory. Number two, please, by all that is good and well, do not misuse the M word when addressing your Kidman staff. Number three, consider it as a raw piece of meat and use it rarely. Okay, sorry, that was painful. Number four, there are several alternative words or terms to replace the M word. Words like essential, imperative, compel, and needful. And the word required is about as close as I would get, but sometimes you just have to go there. Number five, a bright vocabulary. As you write out or prepare your plea for that 100% participation, use encouraging words, words of life. Fashion your speech to tantalize and whet the appetite for your readers and listeners. Design a compelling event. Make your event so inviting that it leaves no room for implanting the M-word at all. Number six, keep them informed well in advance as best you can. Maybe a couple more well-advanced emails or reminders or one-on-one reminders uh, to keep them uh their schedule open for it and keep them aware of it, especially if you tend to be the one who slag on communication anyway. Uh, Hello, Randy. This doesn't always work, but at least you do your part. Number seven, mandate a party. Now, this is something different. To some, when you send out a memo, the mandatory call might be synoptic to a have to or a call to duty type of thing or just a negative experience in itself. Change up on them with a mandatory staff party and just have fun. Give them some gifts, some, a good dinner, whatever, and do it just because. Number eight, be proactive. Keep goals, events, and programs within a reasonable service. Distribute the duties among your staff accordingly while remembering the peril of the talents. Remember that one? Some of your team can handle five talents, some can handle two, and some only one. Speaking of goals, be straightforward about them and keep your vision very clear. Now, volunteers, it's your turn. Hopefully, the M word is used few, far, and in between from your leader. Number one, take confidence that there's generally a good reason when it is used. I do trust it is used for a well-edifying purpose and not to flex an arm of leadership over the volunteers. Number two, when it is used, it could be your notification of an investment. Your children's pastor will use the M word because they are possibly offering you a one-time special event in which something within the program being presented will enrich your life as a servant to kid ministry. They're trying to build you up, and they don't want you to miss out. This upcoming training meeting could be the key uh, you need for your breakthrough. Or maybe this Kidman prayer breakfast, or this kid's revival, or the VBS, or a trip to a Kidman conference is so intricate to the assembly of a well-balanced ministry team. Your director is just simply striving for a successful Kidman team. Number three, consider the cost. A well-planned event was scheduled a year in advance and is costing money to pull it together. There's a lot of time that your leadership does to put these things together and extracting the finances to do this from the church or the pastor sometimes can be, you know, pretty tough. And to get it to happen is an investment into you personally. It may not be that your leader is on a power trip and lavishes on controlling your time and life as we sometimes feel. Now, number four, if you have a beef with your leadership and you intentionally become a no-show and, and, and you are that monkey wrench with mandatory calls, first of all, shame on you. You can respond with better character and tact than that. 
Second, it is certainly an act of disrespect and disregard towards the leadership in general. Please look into fixing the situation with the proper steps or reevaluate your spiritual mindset of your role in Kidman if need be. Maybe God's calling you to something else. You just never know. Or a time out. Or it's just some time to get away and relax and refresh yourself. Number five, be the positive dude. Do your best to encourage your fellow Kidman team members to engage with a mandate. Support the cause. Look at it as an upcoming positive experience. That's probably designed to be uh, that way anyhow. Number six, try not to accept the M word as a ball and chain when it is presented. Do your best to receive it in a good motive and follow through. It probably won't be as bad as you thought it was anyway. Number seven, volunteers should already have the intention within themselves to participate what they have committed without absorbing resentment towards any reasonable service set forth to accomplish. And number eight, stay the course. As a volunteer in Kidmen, the likelihood of a future long-term supporter is probably the goal for both you and the director. Now, let's define these two key words that we've been talking about, volunteer and mandatory. Volunteer is defined as a person who freely offers to take part in an enterprise or undertake a task. Mandatory is defined as required by law or rules. Now, when someone volunteers, they choose to participate and offer free services to, most likely, a program or establishment that will operate with rules or laws in order to maintain an efficient operation. So, by definition, a volunteer is subject to a mandate. If the rules are too much, the volunteer can opt out if he likes. There's no contract agreement here. This type of event shows that the volunteer either really didn't want to give themselves as much as they thought they would want to, or maybe the mandate had undisclosed and unrealistic terms prior. A volunteer who refuses to walk within the guidelines of a mandate or rules at any time may signify that he or she prefers to operate within a lawlessness environment. Now, do I need to continue to walk down that path? Now, certainly I have not covered all the bases on the issue of tooling the mandatory word. There is plenty of space out there for you to apply your perspective in your situation where you stand right now. But as for now, may those of us in Kidman leadership and in the many volunteers out there be mindful of the true purpose here. We are training children into the kingdom of God. Mm-hmm.